World War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. Welcome to episode 39 of Channel Massive. Woohoo! <laughs> that reminds me of a, the cheer from I was shooting for World that. of Warcraft. Choo-choo! <laughs> 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 just so you, you have, you'll be listening to just Mark and Noah today. Yeah, that's right. Because... We have consolidated the podcast down <laughs> to just two. <laughs> the new power core. Power core of two... Actually, Jason is on vacation in California, as you might have seen in the blog. But he will be back at our next recording, provided we don't have any avalanche-related delays to our recording. The way things are going, I won't have that conflict much longer. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we are recording a little bit later than usual to accommodate the playoffs, which are a very important event, but avalanche, Red Wings, not always a great matchup Mm -hmm. for avalanche fans. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we do have a couple of mail items We have a lot of birthday related news And we'll also talk about what we've been playing Yes, indeedy You excited? I am excited <laughs> you, you, really lo- you really look like you're I'm excited I'm a little more excited than I sound <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, let's get on Okay have you been playing oh damn you <laughs> whoever uh, speaks first gets to ask the question that's so true i've been <laughs> playing um a big surprise here world of warcraft mostly a uh, little bit mostly. of a little bit of my flash game tower defense 1.5 you know i made the mistake of trying that uh, at work uh-huh bad idea i'm like okay i hope nobody walks by my computer because i totally started playing it and it's just addictive kept going and i think i played it for like 45 minutes yeah it which was really bad I'm trying to do this challenge. It's like uh, 100, uh, 100 levels of, of creeps come at you. Is this the Vector one? No, that one's really good, too. That's, That's the one Vector that I was TD. playing. This is called Desktop TD 1.5, and it's all it's everything's like hand-drawn. It's really funny, so it's oh, like sketched. Cool. And, it's and you know, this is one where you build mazes as opposed to having stuff, you know, go through a path that you have to kill. This one you can build your maze of death, kind of like the so ones you, we used to play for Warcraft Three. The, you 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 can you make the maze for them to go through. Oh wow, that's really cool. And um and so I've been playing that a lot. And each game takes about forty five minutes, so it's like really it's not such a mini game anymore. It's becoming a massive game or a mega game. But I've been playing that in World of Warcraft and. Uh, been doing a lot of stuff with the guild and doing running some instances and trying to level up my warlock out there so I can go to Outland again and see what it's like from a horde perspective. Have you updated your little ego graph on the I haven't homepage? updated the ego graph, no. Oh. But I'm at I think I'm at level fifty nine. Fifty eight or fifty nine. I'm right on the cusp, so what are your trade skills that you're doing with that character? Just gathering professions, so mining and um, leather or skinning, I mean. So I take all that and I funnel it to different alts that I have if I'm going to try and work on it, or I just plain sell it if it's if I just need the cash. So I'm doing pretty yeah. well with money. So uh, just with stuff I'm finding and, and uh, that's well, and, and hand me downs from Jason. The yeah, ultimate. it's like that. Yeah, money bags, Mister Money Bag, Mister <laughs> Stock Market. It's awesome. I think what was it? We were talking. I think on a night that it was just he and I. We're playing. I think it was probably the other week, 
He's like, guess how much money I've gotten in the last week. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, a hundred gold or something. He's like, it's a thousand gold. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> Just... up to 2,000. But now he, he, the other night he was doing a contest and I wasn't on, but I heard about it. And it was, um, he was going to have like a trivia contest and give away like a hundred gold or something like that. Wow. And for the guild. And so people were getting all ready for that. But uh, our friend Donovan was talking and being a smartass to him. And he's like, okay, every time he says something, I'm taking 10 gold off. And so Donovan would say something and he'd go, okay, now it's 80 gold. And then, okay, now it's 70 gold. And okay. It's... And so finally he goes, okay, that's it. The contest is over. It's at zero gold. So there's no point in doing it because Donovan wouldn't shut up. So, he, <laughs> so I got, but the version I heard from Donovan was that he was giving away gold for people to not talk to me was how he interpreted it. So it was pretty funny. But <laughs> yeah, they've been having a lot of a lot of great good uh, guild guild chat going on, and, and more awesome. people have been joining the guild and um, leveling up, and it's been pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I remember when we were in the planning stages of this show, we talked about maybe having a guild from listeners and yeah for many months that didn't seem like it'd be feasible <laughs> yeah it seems like it's <laughs> and then it's just well. totally taken off yeah almost it feels like it's been overnight granted it hasn't been yeah. a lot of people put a lot of hours in with us but i know the character leveling is going it's amazing through the, through the roof it's, yeah it's really cool it, it, that actually kind of reminds me of a, something that i read this last week where some developers are being interviewed about a different game but they also talked about their experiences with Warcraft and how they just started playing together, but then they ended up catching each other playing by themselves. Oh, because yeah. Because they got so uh-huh. into the game. And yeah. after the last time that we played this last week, I actually kind of felt like that myself. I'm like, I, I was I was really starting to get a lot more into actually caring about my character and yeah. wanting to make sure he was fully optimized and catching up with some of the psychotic people who just cannot stop playing <laughs> well, you were, far surpassed me in levels <laughs> you were saying bef- I think in our conversation outside of the podcast you were talking about how you were kind of playing on rails before and as far as you were with a group that was kind of like saying well girl we're going here we're doing this we're doing that and then yeah definitely now you're starting to kind of feel it out a little more for yourself and which is sad because the timing couldn't be worse because Age of Conan's going to come out and then we're all going to start from scratch which might be nice yeah. because it'll be a level playing field and I don't know. I, I don't know if it's if it's going to make us if it's going to take away our focus on WoW. Well, you know, it's possible, but it, it would have to be a pretty great game, you know. Yeah. To to do that, and there's always that World of Warcraft recidivism factor where it's like you you try out the new game, the new great game that comes out. Everybody's like crazy about it for a month, and then all the things that it lacks inevitably lead you to start thinking of. World of Warcraft. It's like that. It's like that old girlfriend or something that you. <laughs> oh, World of Warcraft. Never, never treated me like this. I have to, <laughs> have to find her phone number. Oh. Well, oh, and, she's still single. Oh, well, <laughs> and we know no matter what, even if Age of Conan is freaking awesome, like we hope yeah. that it is, the seesaw is going to go back when Wrath of the Lich King comes out. Right. Yeah, that's that's sure to garner quite a few um, players from all the other games. Which, if some of our listeners haven't checked out some of the screenshots, there's an interview with one of the... Art designers? One of the designers yeah. of uh, at Blizzard about... It's supposed to talk about Fury of the Sunwell, but it gets almost two-thirds of it is about Wrath of the, of the Lich King and the artwork and the screenshots that accompany it are just awesome. It gets me really psyched for the game. Yeah, I think they're pretty well unrivaled in their art direction and design and the importance of art in their yeah. game, and I think that... And they do it with an engine that isn't all that yeah. earth-shattering, but it still just looks great because yeah. it's the complete package. I mean, you never hear anybody saying, I had to upgrade my rig to play WoW. It's like, well, maybe if they were like quad-boxing on one PC or something, <laughs> but... Even then, you know, I doubt it. You know, it's just, it's, it's, yeah, they, they definitely took a different approach to that whole. And they, and it still, to me, doesn't look like it's aging poorly. No. Because we were talking earlier, um, we about always, City of Heroes. about City of Heroes and how it just looks like it's aged kind of badly. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like when you, when you, when you log in now and you play a little bit, you know, it's just got that kind of 
I don't know. Maybe it's just too much been there, done that. Yeah, that's They did have that boost, it. though. Like, what was it? Was it a year after it came out? Yeah. Or, or some short time where they upped it and... They did up it. Costumes they, were shiny and they had yeah. bump mapping. It was like, wow, they, they did, look even they added better. added the physics engine in and our support really, for the have physics Have they done engine. something like that since then? I don't think so. I don't we haven't been too hardcore. No, not and really. I mean, getting back to your recidivism that you were talking yeah. about earlier... Listeners who have been listening down the long road of Channel Massive, <laughs> all well, 39 episodes, yeah. have seen that recidivism in action just with us because we started out playing WoW. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, let's play City of Heroes. And then we just were playing City of Heroes for months. And then we... And then we came back to WoW. Yeah. And Jim's happiness, it was inversely proportional to the WoW playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And speaking of WoW, I mean, for me, as far as my game stuff in terms of what I've been playing, yeah. that's what... That was probably the main highlight aside from some... Exciting matches in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and I got to go to a Mario Kart Wii event downtown, which was really cool. I can't wait to get that game. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I skipped the Mario Kart that came out on GameCube because it just looked kind of corny, but the one that's coming out on Wii, even with the little ch- chubby little steering wheel that you can plug oh, your yeah, head into, it totally cool. works. It's fun, and uh, I can't wait, but since I'm moving, I, I packed up all of my video game console systems last night because I knew it would be too much of a distraction for me to finish up my packing before my move on this Friday. Right, but right. my laptop my, my laptop still is, of course, accessible. <laughs> and that's what I played WoW on, of course. Oh, yeah. Last week. And we did two raids. Yep. We started out, we did a Scarlet Monastery thing where I was way under level, so I was just kind of along for the ride. But yeah. to make it interesting, I tried to cast spells and hit things even though every single thing was parried yeah miss Parry, yeah. <laughs> invulnerable or, or whatever oh, yeah all. it was, it was, <laughs> it was so, really hard and we just whipped through it like all the other raids that we've been through and then then we got greedy yeah we're like <laughs> it was like i don't know it was like 11 15 at night or yeah. something and you said to me hey are you up to do black fathom deep and i'm thinking well it can't be any different than the three other raids that we've done which right. finish in 45 minutes to an hour i, I can probably be all right there and i'd totally forgotten how dang long it is oh my gosh it took three hours three hours we didn't finish until 2 15 a.m i was so shot i don't know anyone that was playing that didn't fall asleep at least one point <laughs> there were so many times towards <laughs> in during that last hour where i'd like all of a sudden open my eyes and i was still holding down the walk forward button <laughs> my character's the walking into a wall <laughs> or like i'd wake up right before he falls off of a cliff i'm like oh! <laughs> i'm really surprised i didn't actually fall off a cliff because I, I almost yeah. did it so many times yeah I was totally dozing. I was like, wow. There's this one point where we were in the caves at the beginning of this underwater Athenian-type ruins, and you guys had totally walked off, and I woke up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, where are they? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I need to catch up with them. Yeah. And I was by myself trying to fight off some monsters that had been left behind. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> you made it, though. We but made it through. What was cool, yeah. I mean, we, there's people, I was saying... I kept asking, like, how much longer does this go? How much longer does this go? Because I knew you guys well, had all played it before. When I looked at the map, I saw we were only halfway through, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we reached that one point, like, yay, we're halfway through. I'm like, we've been doing this for an hour and a half. What do you mean halfway through? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> we haven't gotten to the part where the people are at yet. I'm like, what? Well, at least it's not an EverQuest eight-hour raid dungeon <sighs> or whatever. But, I mean, it was really cool. That's what stunk, is that it was really cool, and I was enjoying it. But yeah. I just figured that I was going to fall asleep completely, and I would be of no use. And so many of us were saying, like... You've got five minutes left that I'm going to play with you. Or right, right. This doesn't finish up by such and such time. Yeah, everybody was dying. I mean, we, I mean, we weren't dying. Our party wasn't dying, but we were so tired. We were just, just clucky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, our poor tank. He, he was a tanking druid, and he, he was, I knew his armor was totally destroyed because his hit points had dwindled to, like, half of what it was, so all the plus stamina was gone. And his, and I was just like chain healing him because I was the priest, so I was just it was just this constant renewal, heal, flash, heal, renewal, heal, flash. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like man. And the funny thing is, is Clucky is a very experienced player. He's got yeah. tons of high level characters. He plays many many hours. Yeah, on three different servers. He's got. Oh my gosh! Both factions. He's got. It'd be 70s. great to have him on the show sometime because he has a very distinctive personality and oh, he has yeah. a lot of opinions on Warcraft. So maybe sometime we can have him join. Except for the massive fight that'll ensue between him and Jason. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's true. We'll, <laughs> we'll have, have to, to plan it for another him. time when Jason's on vacation or something. We'll have to bring in some like uh, chicken wire or something and like <laughs> chain him up. That's right, because their personalities probably wouldn't be too yeah. complimentary. I think it'd start out fine, but by the end they'd be bitter rivals. So. <laughs> Lots of debating. Maybe that'd be just a special extra channel yeah, massive episode. Yeah, that might be it. Extra special debating episode. 
But before we wrap up, I just wanted to say that Black Fathom's Deep was, I felt like it was my first real dungeon or instance or whatever you want to call it experience and yeah, it was just you were really doing stuff yeah and yeah. it was just so much fun i mean for once the reason why it took so long is because for once we didn't have 20 people doing it yeah <laughs> and we didn't have anybody that was well we didn't have a lot of people that were like 20 levels higher that were just blowing through everything like when we went through uh the werewolf oh uh shut Shadow up and keep. keep yeah and so it was a true challenge and it got back to that same kind of cool team-based gameplay experience that i loved and city of heroes yeah it's like wow this is really cool I, I really care about what i'm doing and and the rewards were neat and to fight the giant three-headed quote-unquote hydra yeah that was cool at the end that was really cool i actually had an important part of that oh yeah yeah it was just it was so much fun and i just love all the people in our guild they're just so friendly and great to play with and they're reliable and i just wanted to thank you all for making it such a cool experience yeah i'd agree and Maybe next time it'll be easier to stay awake if we start earlier. And also, um, Kanker has got us a vent server. Yeah. Uh, so we can chat the whole time. Oh, yeah, so that would that be means, sweet. I mean, there's the party chat in WoW and stuff. But yeah. With this, like, should be kind of nice because we can be... The whole guild can be talking while we're all over the world and not in the same party and stuff. So that should be pretty interesting. I that think. would be awesome. So something to look forward to. Yeah. And if things go to schedule, we should be playing again on Monday Monday. night. Yeah. (laughs) Which, uh, I don't know if I will. It depends on how my packing's going, because I've got a lot of work to do. Well, I have a friend we could send over to help you. It's really (laughs) good. No thanks. Okay. time for some listener email and also feedback because for the first time ever we actually have a recorded segment sent from, in by a listener yeah that which is awesome and hopefully we hope this is we hope that this is the start of some other people contributing yeah we don't necessarily want to become a call-in show or anything but yeah it's really great to have people contributing both over email and through recorded messages which you'll get to hear in just a moment but first with the emails we have some emails from robert and scott First from Robert. Hey guys, a few buddies from work are going to be giving Age of Conan a try since Warhammer failed to deliver in time. But I have a good feeling the graphics on Age of Conan will definitely require me to upgrade to a better computer. Happens every few years anyways, I guess. Is anyone on the M team going to be upgrading their hardware for either of the upcoming games? Also, what are your thoughts on gaming laptops out right now? I'm really debating on throwing out an extra thousand for a laptop gaming machine instead of a PC. Well, let's see. Uh... Jason already got a video card. Did he uh, to upgrade? Did, so he's 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 there. That's <laughs> a, it's so funny because he was mentioning that on Warcraft when I was playing with them. He's like, "Man, I'm stressing out. I'm trying to figure out what type of video card I'm going to get." I'm like, "Are you getting another one?" And I, I was I was confused. I'm like, "Oh, that's right. Age of Conan's coming out and has the really beautiful right DirectX 10 graphics. Which actually, if he's on XP, he's going to be DirectX 9, right? Yeah, and I, I don't know what the I don't know enough about the way they're handling that to know if you're really going to lose a lot. I mean, I remember when they were trying to really sell Vista, they were like, look, it's total crap. The side by screens. They show like this, they basically show this big, big ass pixel. Like, and they're like, <laughs> and then they're, and that's direct, that's direct, that's what's direct X9. And then they're like, and with 10, and they show this like beautiful pastoral, like sunset, sunset. A little log fire scene. with sparks and yeah, smoke. Yeah, you can and... see like, there's ambient light and there's light, you know, coming through the canopy of trees and you can see dust and, you know, so that was a little bit of a overselling. So I'm not really sure, you know, and I know that they're redoing, they're, do, they're releasing a new, uh, an updated graphics engine for Age of Conan as well to be less performance intensive, but still look good. So I don't know. It's so hard though, because the screens we've been looking at for the last year have just been gorgeous. so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And to have a step down from that, be like, oh, this is what I've been looking forward to. It'll yeah. really show how much just our appreciation of the visual style has impacted whether or not we like the game. That's true, I think. Yeah. But it's crazy because Jason just upgraded his it felt like he just upgraded his video card he was just going through this but it was actually a year ago that he did that so yeah he's doing it again i can't what did he upgrade for was it just i think he was just upgrading to upgrade right oh no he had a he had really let his old gaming machine kind of go was it lotro i bet it was lotro's might have been like yeah that that was the 
like a typical turbine game. You needed more horsepower or something. Are you going to upgrade your machine, Mark? Yeah, but I think I'm going to go with the monitor first. I really want to. I have a 21 inch old CRT and I'd like it's to go massive. to. massive. It is humongous. It's like two feet deep. <laughs> it's, yeah, it weighs more than like half of my house. Yeah. Like, you know, if I take it out of the if I take it out of the basement, I'll gain like two feet of uh, of height <laughs> to my home because it's holding it in the ground. But um, I think I'd like to move to a, like a flat panel like oh, that'd LCD, be so like one nice. of those twenty four thirty inches, depending on what the cost is. You know, I hadn't actually thought of that. I've been actually considering rebuilding my homemade PC tower. Oh, really? I mean, I, I just got a nice laptop last year, which has been terrific, but. Unfortunately, I got it with this, I guess, with a hard drive that was smaller than I expected I needed. Oh, and yeah. I've already, I'm down to like 14 gigs left, and I'm like, wow. Conan's not going to fit in there unless I get rid of stuff. And uh, granted, like 12 or 14 gigs of it is freaking Warcraft. Right. It's so, still... and But my old machine, I'm not, I don't think Conan will play on that. I so either. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. So there's an answer to the question is um, his laptop question, because you did kind of get a gaming laptop. How, yeah, what are your, it's what is sweet. Your, you're uh, pretty pretty happy with the- Yeah, I got a gaming laptop, and I wasn't sure about getting Vista or not, which I got, and I've already reinstalled it. But other other from that one time where Vista just totally went haywire and sound wasn't playing all this other crap, it's been actually really reliable. Was that when it became sentient and declared its dominance over your life? <laughs> it was like trying to, trying to assemble some kind of machine with your Lego collection so it could <laughs> leave the apartment? <laughs> well, you know what talked me into the laptop with Vista... And it, it's a it's a Dell 19 inch laptop, whatever. Um, was a they had this killer customer service rep, this girl mm-hmm. who was a total hardcore gamer, and she talked about all the games that she played on it with Vista on her own. And that she had Vista, and I'm like, wow. And she was really cool, and I'm like, wow, that kind of sold me on the laptop. Uh-huh. <laughs> and actually, yeah, everything has worked fine. Titan Quest had an issue, mm-hmm. but everything else has been really good. It's worked well with my City of headphones. Heroes. We had to change your mouse pointer or something right yeah we had to add some kind of funky mod to downgrade it to some pixelated mouse cursor yeah but lord of the rings worked fine warhammer i'm sorry warcraft worked fine and it's really nice to be able to just sit on your couch put on some headphones if you want you know and just play it's i i love that almost more than being at a desk but that's because my regular job is sitting at a desk in front of a computer and there's something refreshing about at least feeling that i'm in a slightly different environment when i'm playing a video game. Right. Which is... Yeah, and it makes it really cool. cool for when we get together, too. Yeah, it's nice to have that portability, too. If you're ever going to, you know, go to a friend's house or some kind of LAN party or something. Yeah. You know, a lot of MMO players don't do that. But if you're ever we going do. to... <laughs> it is nice to have the portability of a laptop versus having oh, to bring... Such a huge difference. All that crap. And, boy, you find the dust bunnies when you go to pull your PC out. And you have to unhook all the stuff that you don't yeah. need to take, like the scanner or the printer or yeah. the speakers you're not going to take or the woofer. It's just like, ugh. So, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like having the... Uh, I like both. I like having a gaming laptop and a gaming computer... But affording the two, <laughs> like neither of neither of what time. I have is top of the line. That's for sure. You know. Yeah, Mark's excellent at making really killer systems from stuff that's maybe just a year old, but it still kicks butt because right. you can max out on those year old components. Right, right. And have something that still lasts a long time and does a lot. Yeah. And that's the one thing I don't like about the laptop. And what I'd recommend against it is that you can't upgrade it. Right. Versus a tower system, if you build your own tower system, like I did with Mark. I know I can just upgrade it without having to totally start from scratch, although I probably will end up doing something of the like. <laughs> Got to keep that cool case, though. Yeah, I don't know. There's some pretty cool ones that yeah, have come that's out true. since then. Yeah. Well, I hope we answered the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's pros and cons to both. Yeah. Let us know what you cho- end up doing, Robert. Scott wrote in, it is, re- it is refreshing to see you all going to get into a new MMO together. Age of Conan looks to be promising. The recent PvP weekend stress test seems to have gotten a fair amount of press. I do find it somewhat amusing that they are getting a bit beat up over the fact that they only included small-scale PvP for the stress test. I took it totally different. It was a bit laggy, but rumor is it was running on the first revision of their engine and debug code was running, so that I am optimistic that those issues will be better at release. It really seemed to me to be a standard stress test and class balance testing that went pretty well overall. The Ranger got a huge nerf midway through, as they were one-shotting quite easily. Seems by far everyone thought it looked great. 
I think they also might have a good idea with the short open beta for their final testing phase, hopefully that they will garner good impressions versus the longer betas we have seen recently that can shoot the launch in the foot if done badly. Hmm. Scott writes really long sentences, and it makes it kind of <laughs> difficult to naturally read that, so I apologize if I sound kind of weird. Like, wow, this sentence keeps going. My tone of voice shouldn't be changing here. <laughs> I said, we're running out of breath. Help me. <laughs> so, I, it, is Scott in the beta test for Age Conan, or is he just reading about it? I don't know he's just it? in the know, or not, I, I wasn't clear on that. It almost sounds like he could be in it, or either that, or he's, he's got his finger on the pulse of all yeah. the beta talk. It's interesting. I mean, I think it is kind of cool as a group of players to go check out any game, you know? It's like you take your little community over there, and, and yeah. that should be interesting. I don't know that, you know, they get, they're getting beat up because they went with a small-scale PvP, but maybe they don't want to... Even though everyone that's playing is under an NDA agreement, maybe they don't want to show too much yet. I don't know. You know, that's Maybe a good point. they don't want to set themselves up for failure. You know, and, and again, as you mentioned, that that's a different graphics engine with with debugging turned on. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm makes sure a huge the performance difference. is not <laughs> that that great. So, well, um, we'll all get to find out for ourselves. Yeah. Hopefully, come next week. Yeah, I know. At least those of us who have pre-ordered and gotten the beta. It's like May second's going to be the big day if you get a pre-order. So that's awesome. Um, but, uh, thanks for your thanks for your comments there. And, and now we have an actual listener audio message to share with you where yep. you'll get to hear the real tone and not our interpretations of Derek and um, Jason and Jim felt that he needed to have more more shock and awe to the, to the recorded segment so I've, I'm going to take the liberty to spruce it up a little bit so you won't <laughs> be hearing what he sent in I mean it's him talking but I'll probably add in a couple of things like parrots talking or maybe I don't know somebody mowing a lawn maybe some sexy beach in the background maybe some sexy beach three <laughs> <laughs> with the lollipop scene, I don't know. Not the what was it? It was a the popsicle. Popsicle, <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, there's and who a, are over the age of twenty one, and whoever the age of twenty one, <laughs> there's a horrible, horrible Japanese game called Sexy Beach Three that I came across while just trying to find news, and and Noah, of course, like checked out all the videos on um, GameVideos.com, and they're hilarious. Oh gosh, the game is like I don't even know what they're what they're trying to achieve with it it's like they took like all of the all of the like sexy i don't know what you would call it the pseudo porn out of um dead or alive beach volleyball yeah and they enhanced it and and let you like do really silly stuff with the character and yeah you can pick whatever type of outfits and accessories they're wearing and then you can choose the setting and the activity what time of day yeah, and then the activity some of it's like just reading a book or staying on the beach but then there's stuff like hmm, eating a popsicle yeah which I just thought was hilarious because it's like check out the attached video and I wasn't even going to look at it but it was just so silly and then of course I do and it's like horribly <laughs> and then there's another one I found called Ticklegasm which I definitely heartily recommend but not if you're at work but definitely with audio really loud <laughs> really yeah whatever you do crank the audio up really really loud especially if you're a married uh, married person and you're at home and your spouse is somewhere in the house or if you just, live in an apartment with uh, thin walls yeah crank the vo- yeah that could be even more entertaining yeah, yeah. so anyway. because unlike dead or live extreme beach volleyball which is hands off this is hands, hands on. on yeah oh my god the games they make but anyway, on to uh, Derek's uh, Derek's corner. Yes. Hello, this is Derek, and I'm calling in from my car since I have since been evicted from my corner. With that said, I do want to comment on uh, last week's issue regarding the IGE lawsuit. And I can understand where the guy's coming from, but honestly, he needs to stop. Is selling game currency wrong? If it's against the, t- if the terms of service, yes it is. But I feel that lawsuits of these natures need to be handled by the developer and the publisher of the game, not individual gamers like this guy. And also, these lawsuits of matters of these natures tend to have the potential of opening P- Pandora's box. We might end up seeing players calling for the ownership of their items that they, or the drops that they've acquired throughout their adventures. 
or even players wanting to trade in their game currency for real money. And that brings up the argument of, hey, I work for it, I should be able to do with it as I please. So yeah, you guys were spot on with the whole, uh, it does inflate the economy, uh, but it doesn't wreck it. This isn't a stock market economy or anything, or anything like that. It's exactly like you guys said. Players can go out and basically create money from nothing, from random drops or just the random money that they get from human NPCs. Ah, uh, dang. No pointed at me. So that means <laughs> I have to talk. Well, thanks for that, uh, bringing that in, Derek. Um, I kind of think that, yeah, I agree with, I agree with you agreeing with us. I think that uh, lots of agreement all um, around. I think we're all in agreement. I think I think that I'm just tired of frivolous lawsuits and this guy claiming that his gaming experience is is being violated by IGE. It's like like Silly. oh like what we said, you know what you said, and I, I just yeah. I, I wonder I wonder what other things we'll see. Like I, I wonder if if. You know, allegedly IG no longer sells gold in the United States. So, you know, really? what does that what does that do for? You know, are they maneuvering around their lawsuits? Will they only will they only sell gold from some you know offshore data center in the Bahamas or something? You know, like all the gambling sites do or what? You know, I don't I don't know what's I don't know what that means, but they're they're obviously a big enough organized company to maneuver around somebody's little complaint you know yeah and and the thing is with lawsuits is you know you just can't come up with a great idea and make a fortune by suing somebody you know (laughs) it's it's just too bad but (laughs) you know i think i think if anybody has a shot it's going to be blizzard and um for for their with their size and with what they've got going you know if they were going to take down a gold seller and they are definitely against it you know, they would probably have a chance with their corporate attack lawyers. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Noah? Makes me... The, I wonder what the genesis is, the true genesis is of this guy's lawsuit. Does he, like, have a, a lawyer friend who's... And he's complaining one day over lunch about, oh, and the lawyer's oh, like, you could totally make this into a lawsuit. I totally bet you that's... Yeah, I could see that. I wouldn't be surprised. I, that's about all I have to say about it, though. Yeah. Okay, well, good, good commentary. And if anybody wants to be in the next episode's mailbag, please, please email us at mail.channelmassive.com. I'm sorry, mail at channelmassive.com. <laughs> M-A-I-L. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, Or you can Skype us. Yeah. At what are we? Channel? Channel.massive.skype. So you just have to get a Skype account, and then you can leave us a voicemail, even if we're not logged on, which most of the time we won't be. And we'll be able to hopefully splice that into the next episode. Or if you want to do what Derek did, you can just simply use uh, any kind of sound recording software and make a clip and send it in. I can handle pretty much any format you send. So, Oh, free. Mark is laying down the gauntlet. <laughs> I can handle anything you send okay, in. Okay, maybe not anything. <laughs> but I can handle most common formats. So feel free to send in uh, just a wave or an MP3 or an AUG or whatever. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you, whether it's in the written word or the spoken prose. That's right. Now it's time for The Week in Gaming. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was much better. Yes, much more refined and under control. Yeah, yes, we are. We have the reins tightly held. <laughs> yes, for the beast that is the twig. The most important story that we have is, as you all know, Age of Conan: Hyborian Adventures has officially gone gold. Dun, dun, dun. Even though it feels like this great adventure is coming to an end, it's really not at all. The launch <laughs> is just the beginning, says game director, producer, Goat Godogger. Goat Godogger. Go, 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 Goat Dogger. <laughs> go, go, Gadget Goat Dogger. Four years of development. Yeah. How long was World of Warcraft in development? I don't know, probably about that. Three or four years, yeah. I think. I think three is the average, so. So yeah, yeah the game's gone gold. They've lived up to their... 
most recently set release date. <laughs> Their last set release date. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> After many, many teases and delays. Yes. And if, as, you, as you've heard earlier, if you pre-order the game, you should... I don't. I don't know if it's guaranteed, but you should get an invite into the open beta. Well, I or think what if is you it, how does pre-order the the collector's edition, you get uh, early access. I think all bets are off if you get just a regular version. I'm not. I think it depends on where you get it. Who you you know all the. I think there's a whole bunch of different factors, but I think if you get a collector's edition from like Best Buy or Game Stop <laughs> or EB <laughs> Games or. Um, you know, somebody like that, I th- and you get the collector's edition for sure, I think you're you're in, or I guess there's Amazon as well. And apparently you and Jason have gotten notice via well, email or something? Well, I think he actually or? legitimately got into the beta from what he's saying, the early beta, or oh. the, the open beta, but um, I was referring to, I got the invite for the um, early access oh. thing, so... And for for you, that's May second. So next Friday, yeah, yeah, my move day. Yes, so I won't be able to help you, even though you didn't ask me to. <laughs> so. You've helped me before, and I've been very <laughs> deeply, deeply appreciative. Oh, you bet. You know, so I might save smart for you to move. Somebody had to help you <laughs> help you uh, point out what you needed to to move. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that's pretty exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited to 12 see twelve gigabyte it. download. Yeah, that's a big download. That's. Uh, Respectable. It's not quite that. Vanguard size, but that's pretty big. And if anybody can tell us where to get the super cool book that Jason got for pre-ordering Conan, please let us know because I coming Game... over to the studio today, I got to see it, and it's really awesome. It's GameStop. Is it GameStop? Any... Yeah. It's it's golden book sized. It's tiny, but it's a little black hardbound book, and it basically takes excerpt, excerpts from some kind of overall almanac about Conan by a guy named Roy Thomas. And it's cool. I mean, it's got super tiny print, but it's got all these cool paintings and maps and illustrations. And if you're excited about Conan like I am, but don't know a lot about the world, it looks like a great way to get a little Cliff's Notes overview of it. And speaking on that same topic, if you want to get the Rhino, as I wrote about last week, we still strongly believe that Best Buy is the place that you can get the War Rhino. They actually finally have it listed on their online website, so you can go over there now. As uh, That happened just in the last week, and you can order either the regular edition or the collector's edition. Note that we can't guarantee that's the Rhino version because the webpage on the Best Buy website does not explicitly list any type of bonus pack and item for pre-ordering. But Jerks. The rumor has it the Best Buy is the place to go, so that's what I'm going to go with, and we'll see. Unless I find out otherwise, then I'll go to GameStop so I can get that cool book if they still have some copies of it. So you all may remember, if you've been playing MMOs for a while, an MMO called Shadowbane, which was published by Ubisoft and developed right. by a company called Wolfpack Studios, or a developer. They were a subsidiary of Ubisoft that's since been closed down. Oh. I don't think Shadowbane's around anymore either. I think it's it's around, but um, last I heard they were going to like reset all the characters. I mean, they were going to do a full wipe. Wow. But uh, I don't think it that's has a fun. huge subscriber base. It's not like it makes the news all the time, at, or at all. Yeah. So when Ubisoft decided to shut down the Wolfpack Studios, they a majority, from what I can gather, a majority of their employee, employees went and made their own independent new develop, development company called Stray Bullet, and they announced that they were going to continue working on MMOs. And so we figured it would be in the console realm, and we figured it'd probably be on the Xbox 360 or the PlayStation 3 because... They're consoles that have hard drives and they have right. nice modern graphics. But, but no. apparently a job posting at their website seems to suggest otherwise. They're looking for a senior programmer with experience developing and shipping titles on Wii and or the GameCube platform. Wow. Which is interesting because the Wii has something like a 512 megabyte hard drive, half a gig. So a lot of developers have written the Wii off as any type of online capable machine whatsoever, even though the WiiWare service, which is going to have lots of downloadable games, mm-hmm. a lot like Xbox Live, that's coming up soon, and there's been a lot of really positive press and a lot of really cool games that are going to be coming out on it that are just 
totally out there. But an MMO that were, would you would think would require a lot of hard drive space. Because you'd think it would change so much. Yeah. You'd need so patches and updates. You'd have expansions, all that different types of stuff. But these folks may be considering doing the impossible. It's not totally infeasible because Warhammer Online's Gamebryo engine is compatible with the console. But, I mean, even Harmonix totally ditched yeah. online like, downloads no. and functionality for its upcoming version, Wii version of Rock Band. Yeah. Just they say the console's inferior. What I'd like to see is I'd like to see a Wii 2.0 release. Yeah, the big ass hard drive or yeah. some kind of open compatibility. Yeah, I really would. I, I have a hunch that Nintendo is going to announce some kind of MMO, MMO or online, majorly online focused game at this upcoming E3. They say they have some kind of big surprise in the works and mm-hmm. they've already released titles in all of their major franchises. Zelda, Mario, Mario Kart, Metroid, Smash Brothers. There's really nothing left. Unless you think Animal Crossing or Pikmin is going to be something big. So I think that the time is ripe, unless it's something weird like Wii Fit. Oh, yeah. For them to announce some kind of MMO thing. Now, hopefully it's not Animal Crossing, because I really don't like Animal Crossing. <laughs> Yay, Animal Crossing. <laughs> There's a lot of people that love it, and it's it's gotten great reviews. It's a solid game, but that's not exactly the type of experience I'm looking for either. Something, maybe whatever Stray Bullet's developing, which the concept art seems to suggest some kind of weird hybrid of fantasy and sci-fi genres. Yeah. That could be pretty cool. Whether or not that actually proves to be true, if that's where the direction this goes, is up in the air. It's all rumor. It's just conjecture based yeah. off of this job posting. But we'll see where it falls out. The other console MMO I'm looking forward to, or to is APB. Oh, right, right. I want to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Noah is ready for APB. Yeah. <laughs> Just a tangent for you guys. If anybody has any console MMOs that they're really interested in, or if you're a big fan of Final Fantasy XI and have some thoughts to share about that, please write us your opinions at mail at channelmassive.com, M-A-I-L. <laughs> or leave yeah, us a voicemail at channel.massive.skype. recently I was looking through MMORPG.com for some discussions of worthiness. It's been kind of a dry week for topics, but I was actually really surprised with how many news stories they had related to MMOs that I've never heard of. There are so many out there that are in development or already exist that it's it's amazing. And we often hear on Channel Massive joke about some of the more ridiculous games that are being announced. There's just seems like there's an MMO coming from everywhere. Rise of descent of the, of the acclamation of the apocalypse. Of the preposition. Of the preposition. <laughs> <laughs> so joining the fray, yet another developer is coming in, which could be a good thing because maybe it's going to be some new, unique developer we've never heard of that creates the must-have experience that changes the industry. This one is called King's Isle. They don't have any games to tell us about yet, but they do have two oh. major projects. And what's really kind of surprising and almost a little bit amusing about this new group down in Austin, Texas, is that they have over 100 employees, and they've been working for three years wow. on two different titles under a cone of silence. silence. <laughs> <laughs> and the, That's a very good one because nobody knows who the hell they are. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What they're doing. They have two major... They have two experienced people on their team. Interestingly, one of them is from the people that we were just talking about from Wolfpack Studios. Wolfpack Studios was a subsidiary of Ubisoft working on Shadowbane. Then Ubisoft bought them out. And when that happened... The president of Wolfpack Studios, Todd Coleman, he jumped ship when that happened. And now he is a development lead, the development lead over at King's Isle. And his game project is going to be going into beta testing this spring. And then the other major guy is a creative director, I believe, named... Tom Hall. I wonder how creative he really is. Well, the titles that are apparently <laughs> under his resume are the Commander Keen series, Wolfenstein 3D, Spear of Destiny, Doom, Rise of the Triad, and Anachronics. 
I remember almost all those games because my dad too. is really into FPSs, and yeah. these are all games that I've gotten him as gifts, and I've watched them. Does your dad scream, boom, headshot? <laughs> that would be so hilarious if he you did. Show him that video. I wish he did. That'd boom, be awesome. headshot. He's, I can dance all day. I can dance. <laughs> <laughs> He's hardcore. Now, granted, as a creative director, I mean, they really talk him up in this press release. They say, his immensely creative imagination allows him to envision entire gaming worlds and character designs that are unique in the game industry. His mind is works in four dimensions, unlike the, the usual three. <laughs> he, can, he can think, talk, eat, and poop all at the same time. But I mean, for me, personally, in terms of having an appreciation of art design and game worlds, those games were fun, but I didn't yeah. think they were anything vastly memorable. But King's Isle... The, their big mantra is they want to make sure they do something that is totally unique and they're not doing anything that has been done before. Right, right. Now, if you go to their website, they've actually got a piece of art. I think it's not concept art of a game, but it's a pirate ship going towards an island. Oh, God, we don't need another pirate ship. <laughs> With the King's Isle uh, logo on the I wonder if sail. I wonder if they're taking like all this time to develop stuff and like <laughs> as they're doing it, all these other games are coming out and failing. They're like, ah, okay. <laughs> They're not pirates anymore. It's not a pirate ship. It's not sailing on water. It's floating in jello. It's a jello. It's it's the battle of the jello bowl. Galleons in space. Yeah, galleons in space. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what they come out with. The the creative directors project. It's weird that they have the the head of development's coming out with a project and the creative directors coming out with a project and not, apparently they're not being worked on together wow. the same company Todd's project the developer guy his, his is going into beta this spring and Tom's project is going to be announced at a later date it'll be interesting to see if they have some kind of competition that'd be cool or who's more creative the developer engineer guy or the creator the creative director the guy creator. Crea- the creator my money's on the creative creator. guy because I do graphic design well yeah you gotta go for that Mark you, are you gonna side with the developer yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe we should like take a bet on we whose should. game actually comes out. Yeah. Then whose game folds first or actually succeeds first. It would have first. been a great game, except all it was was concept art. But <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the vector tower defense versus the hand drawn. Oh tower yeah, defense. yeah. Like, <laughs> kind of be weird to see what they do. I hope we get more news on them. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on them. It's birthday time! It's an anniversary extravaganza. So three major MMOs are actually not consolidating or shutting down. They're celebrating anniversaries. (laughs) Holy cow. Which is something unusual for us to talk about. Yeah. First of all is Lord of the Rings Online. They're celebrating their first anniversary. And how are they celebrating it? By offering you the chance to have the (laughs) Lifetime Gamer Account subscription thing, Majigger. Yeah. Sorry. I For just... only one hundred and ninety nine dollars. Oh yeah. You can never pay a subscription fee again. And why should you? You just spent enough to buy four games in Gosh. How many months of subscription is that? If fifteen dollars a month is the regular thing. It's like ten, twelve, I don't know, thirteen. So it's or so. thirty times six. Isn't that about a year's worth? Yeah, it's a little over a year. Maybe that's how long they expect the game to last. (laughs) (laughs) We probably won't have a game after a year, so we probably shouldn't charge more than a year's worth of subscription fees. Forging forward pretty well. But actually, yeah, they are. They are doing very well. And and there's a month long celebration for this one year thing. They're releasing book thirteen. Noah is in the midst of the celebration right now. Yeah, I am. That's why he's drunk. Got, I've got my uh, little beer and hobbit feet on. And yep, he does have his <laughs> hobbit, hobbit foot slippers on. Which very disturbing. They've got a book 13, Doom of the Last King, coming out. They've got a welcome back celebration. Former subscribers who have already quit within one year, they can get five days of free play beginning on May 8th. Cool. And if you decide to get a new subscription... You can either do the 199 lifetime subscription or choose any multi-month plan, 90 days or longer, and lock in a monthly price of only $9.99 for the rest of the subscription plan. Well, that's cool. 
which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cheap compared to a lot of other MMOs out there. Conan's going to be launching at $15 a month. Yep. War is threatening to release at a higher than ever seen before monthly price. Because it's worth it, because damn it. Because it's got... Big, wait, let me put on my white sunglasses. Hold oh, on. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's bloody well worth it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm out of Paul Burnett mode now. Sorry. It's so funny. I was actually watching an Age of Conan video just recently, and they had some marketing guy talking, and he had some kind of... British type accent he was speaking in English but that's because he's like Norwegian or right, whatever right, right. they are he's and a European they learn yeah. Queen's English out there yeah they have to talk in that accent it's no fault of trying to imitate the Warhammer enthusiastic marketeer <laughs> I want to be and the content actually there's a the fifth content update is actually also coming along at that time there's going to be a new region that's got cool weather and temperature based type things that you have to take into account frostbite. you can get frostbite and frost damage <laughs> unless you take coverage at a shelter or by a campfire there's a new faction and there's a new hobby system people can start fishing which is pretty cool so that'll make jason happy that yeah. might just pull him away from major conan <laughs> there's just there's a lot of neat stuff going on there over 100 new quests so if you're a fan of lotro it's a really good time to be into the game yeah, and if you active. tried it and you want to come back there's a lot of incentives too. We probably won't be doing that since we got all of <laughs> five or six options. levels into the game. Yeah. <laughs> kind of all uninstalled it at once. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a great game for those of you who are really into Middle Earth. So go forth. Go forth and hobbit it up. Now, the other people that are celebrating, because it's not just Lotro, it's also Guild Wars. Yay, Guild Wars. They're celebrating their third anniversary. They've been around three times as long. Many thought they would fail with their not rip off the buyer model, but they're doing pretty well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They're an example of, hey, you know, you can have a game and you don't have to charge a monthly fee. Yeah. Just really frequently. Cool expansion packs that are game priced once a year. They've had two of those so far, right? Three? three, uh, Wait, three expansions. Daggerfall or Nightfall? (laughs) Nightfall and... um, God, don't make me list them. I can't remember them. <laughs> but there's there's three of them. Well, that's a, you know it's a, in addition to the whole preposition problem where uh-huh. every damn MMO has to have the word of or from yeah. inside their title. The other thing that's really obnoxious about fantasy themed MMOs is their insistence of combining an adjective and a noun into one word. Oh yeah, like dread howler. Well, or World the, of Warcraft is really notorious yeah. for this, what is it, dagger, spine, and raven, claw, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it was funny, we were looking at something about Wrath of the Lich King, and there's Lake Wintergrasp. You know, you can't keep all this damn stuff straight when it's all the same I know. construction. It's impossible. But over oh, in the funny. world of Guild Wars, birthday cupcakes are going to be dropping Yay. from creatures. I like cupcakes. (laughs) And you can also get little miniature trophies in the game, some new ones that they've made. And they're going to be reopening the boardwalk, and there's a special treat if you finish the major dungeon that's the conclusion of the original Guild Wars game. Hmm. You'll get a Deldramore Talisman. Oh, I like my Deldramore Talismans. And since they don't rely on a subscription model, they don't have to do any cheesy come back for this type of mo- this amount of money. Oh, you want your character emotions. to wear clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's and then cool. last but not least, Lineage 2 is still cooking and they're celebrating their fourth wow. anniversary. Looks like they've added just a ton of stuff since I tried that game. They've even, a long time ago. They're releasing a new retail package that lets you earn your place among heroes. You buy their new retail edition of Lineage 2, fourth anniversary edition, you'll get 60 days of play, an approximately $30 value. If you've been around, you can get a free gender transfer. Well, yes. <laughs> you wouldn't want that. Or you can get, if you've been around for two years, you can get a free gender transfer and a half-price character name change. And if you've been around three years, you can get all of the above, plus a half-price character server transfer. Wow. And the update will include all seven previous expansions released to date, so it'll be really easy and quick to install. Does the update also just randomly switch your gender so you have a reason to... <laughs> I had no idea that gender swapping was such a big deal. Wow, I, I, had, I have never really thought of that as something like, why can't I just change my gender? <laughs> I'm yeah. sick of being a girl. I want to be a boy. I want to be a dude. 
Oh, and there's exclusive in-game items such as a black half mask and a pig lollipop. <laughs> uh, it's and, all circled back around to, to Sexy Beach 3. Sexy Beach 3. I wonder if it comes with the exclusive in-game sound effects like on Sexy Beach oh, 3. Oh, God, I hope so. You should splice some of those in for our listeners so that I might have to do they that. can appreciate yeah. the sound of what a pig lollipop would give you mm. after you switch gender from a male to a female. I might put that in Derek's corner. We're going to spice <laughs> that one up a little. Yeah. And that concludes our birthday celebrations. Huzzah! So happy birthday to all you guys. I can feel my superhero powers beginning to tingle again through my fingertips. <laughs> Your teleportation ability yes. is returning. Yes, Excellent. because we are one step closer to a new MMO superhero hero experience. What? You mean we're going to play some champions pen and paper? Yes. All right. <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but cha- champions, champions Online has announced their first release date. Yes. Because we figure it won't be the last release date. Yes. We will tentatively call it release date fiasco number one. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they're being reasonable. They're scheduling it a year out from now. Which means they've got to have been working hard on the, what was previously the Marvel one to have made enough yeah. progress to do that. You can check out some really cool screenshots of the game over at 1up.com yeah. where we learned the release date, which is June 30th of 2009. Yeah. And... I don't know, Mark and I were looking at it earlier. It, it looks great. It looks like the next evolution of what was City of Heroes, basically. Yeah. And it has a really nice, very slick, cel-shaded look, but it's got a lot of texture and detail to it. So it, when I was looking at it, it really reminded me, ironically, a lot of the X-Men Legends games and yeah. Marvel Alliance. And it made me think, think it, this has to have been what the Marvel MMO was before. It's got to be, like, the technology and even the a lot of the art design, I think. I mean, they just to. announced it. They've got a release date that's out yeah. a year from now. It looks pretty far in advance. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's all just... the better, because I couldn't wait to play that game either. I mean, granted, I'll miss the Marvel license, but Champion sounds really cool based on your enthusiastic. Yeah, I'm so psyched. And the, just the freedom you should have without being limited to an IP like Marvel, where, yeah, you know, I mean... I don't know if you're at all a Marvel comic book fan or anything like that. You see, this is my pet peeve. This now turns into Mark's Corner. <laughs> my pet peeve is that people find these characters like compelling and, and inspiring enough to make a motion picture adaptation. And then they get the Hollywood writers in and they go, well, that's just silly that Jean Grey um, got her powers this way or her powers mean this. So we're going to totally change it and we're going to make X-Men 3. You know, for instance, where, you know, it's totally different. And they always do that. They always, like, rip us off as far as... They figure as, they can do better. Yeah, like like with the Spider-Man one, which was a great movie, but the whole... People just won't buy into him, like, having all these spider abilities but not being able to shoot webs organically. So we're going to say he has these, like, web glands in his wrists instead of he's a gadgeteer who makes web shooters and wears a yeah. belt with fuel for that. Which was so essential to the importance of of Peter Parker as his alternate identity because it showed that he was like, you know, a smart guy, a gadgeteer who would engineer his way out of stuff. Yeah. It gave him all this depth. And, you know, so they like they take these these Hollywood guys that come in and make these movies. They take a look at like the character and then they reinterpret it because only that would be believable by people. It's like, no, motherfucker. I believed in this character <laughs> for tw- over 20 years. And we so believe did, in Peter Parker. So did the rest of the people, you know? And it's like, it's like, who are you to go and like dumb down this stuff? And I'm, I don't know why I got stuck on this tangent, but it just, you know, it's it's like one of those things. Well, you feel that it's going to be I'm, liberating. I'm, I'm kind of glad that with the Champions thing that I went the way I went because okay, I can't be any of the Marvel... I couldn't have been any of the Marvel characters I would have identified with anyway. And that's all you're going to be and thinking none about, None of though. the locations in the Marvel Universe are that really awesome. I think we had a discussion about this where, like, the DC guys, they created all these cities and locations and things that are 
kind of unique, whereas the Marvel stuff was typically more about the characters than the, the actual... World. I mean, there are certainly locations, like Stark Tower, you know, stuff like that, but there's... But most of it's about the, the, the characters themselves, and that's where the lore fits in. And I think with the Champions thing, they're just going to have a lot more freedom to do... to make a really good, fun game with a really good game system. Um, so that... I'm, I'm actually more excited about it than I would have been with it being, you know kind of handcuffed with the Marvel IP and all the dumbass ideas that the Marvel executives would inflict upon them to to make it, you know, a, a Marvel product. And we can still, we still have a chance of seeing what type of project that could have been because apparently the DC MMO is still under development. Right. And we'll see what they do to it. Yeah. Due to an MMO. <laughs> <Should> <laughs> Maybe be I'll be totally proven wrong. Maybe it'll be the greatest, you know, superhero MMO yet. And it's good to have diversity and competition too, you know. So I agree. I'm, I'm excited to see yet another one. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.